fan of the PFF NFL Daily. Today, going around the horn with all sorts of NFL news. We got Tyrod Taylor named the starter. Saquon Barkley's looking to play in week one. And Dominican Sue's coming back. And then Austin Jackson of the Dolphins, John Miller of the Panthers out on the COVID list. We'll go through all of it. Sam, let's start with uh, Tyrod or Tyrod Taylor named the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. I don't think there's really much of a surprise there. No, I mean, if if you're not going to be starting Deshaun Watson, which has become clear for quite some time, they're not. Taylor is the only option. I mean, Davis Mills looked horrendous in preseason. Didn't look great in college either, for what that's worth. And Taylor is the only option. Now, for for Tyra Taylor, I just hope the guy gets back to that level of play he had in Buffalo. I mean, he's a guy that's extremely easy to root for evidently works his ass off you know is talked about as being the first guy in the building for everybody all the time lost his job with the charges because a doctor punctured his lung by mistake yeah um, a weird. and the guy had like three straight seasons in buffalo with decent pff grades above 75 overall for three straight years that's good territory doesn't turn the ball over very often and then play just like fell off a cliff in cleveland didn't look like it was going to be an awful lot better you know, with the Chargers from what we saw in limited snaps and, and that kind of thing. I just, I, I hope he get bounces back. I'd like to see him, you know, be okay, do okay this year. He's, he seems to be a guy that I think deserves that. Just from an evaluation standpoint, Tyrod at his best has a really good deep ball. We saw that early in his career with Buffalo has to do a better job of taking fewer sacks, blitz recognition. That was one of the things that did him in with the Cleveland Browns. So look for, If Taylor's going to have success, it's Brandon Cooks down the field and then maybe rookie Nico Collins, someone else as a downfield threat, tapping into that uh, deep ball that that Tyrod does have. That is pretty solid. Uh, Moving over to the Giants and Saquon Barkley, it sounds like he is going to play in week one, banged up last season. Uh, Saquon's never going to live up to the number two overall hype. But when you talk about the Giants and their rough offensive line situation, Having another playmaker out there to get the ball too quickly as far as the pass game goes is going to be great. We'll see if Saquon can do anything in the run game, though, because, again, that offensive line uh, not looking great, both from a run blocking or from a pass blocking standpoint. Yeah, I mean, the offensive line for the Giants might be the Achilles heel to the entire team. I just don't know if it's going to be good enough for either the run game or the pass game to have a viable platform. Andrew Thomas is the big hope. They need him to be good, given it's another one of those things of you. Do, it looks worse by comparison, right? All of those offensive tackles taken after him, working out to various degrees, the next sort of four. And Thomas is the one that went first, and he's been the one that's struggling the most so far. Didn't look good in preseason. They need him to put it together this year. The rest of those interior trio, maybe Will Hernandez takes a step, given that he's looked to sort of improve a little bit. They Bring in Billy Price, who's been one of the worst graded centers we've ever seen, but is, you know, working with with our guy, uh, Duke Manyweather. Maybe he, he has a bounce back in him as well, but you're, you're grasping at straws. You know, this is not an offensive line to give you confidence, which means Saquon is going to be working against it. Uh, in Saquon's two full seasons, we saw five yards per carry in an 83.8 rushing grade as a rookie. That's a good that's a good season, a good rookie season for him down to 4.6 yards per carry rushing grade came down to 76 and a big chunk of his yards come on those explosive plays which is great which is fine he had 20 plus he had 20 of those breakaway runs as a rookie but usually those have to be blocked up if they're blocked up Saquon can take it to the house 
I think where he's struggled is creating on his own. So uh, from a run game perspective, the Giants do have to do a better job blocking up front for him. He also had over 90 catches as a rookie to, you know, something to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, and it's creating on his own when there's nothing blocked. Like, right, people right. confuse that a little bit because I, you've said that before, and I know people have sort of come back with, "What are you talking about? Saquon makes people miss and blah blah." But the difference is, like, he needs a little crease to get going. Once he's got a little bit of space to work with, he can create on his own and turn like a good gain into a great gain, and that's his game. But if there's just nothing to work with. I don't he's not a guy necessarily that's going to manufacture a ton of yardage if you can't give him a give him something to start from. The one other thing I'm intrigued by with the Giants, as much as we've had to talk about that offensive line, is the playmaker situation and what they did this offseason, bringing in Kenny Galladay they ha- as, a, as a downfield threat, Darius Slayton, a downfield threat. Sterling Shepard, a solid, good slot receiver, uh, bringing Kyle Rudolph as a big tight end. And then Saquon, you know, kind of finishes things off as a as a pass catching running back. So they do have all the options and the pieces are in place other than the old line for Daniel Jones to have a nice season. Of course, we know the NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. You bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. So take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code PFF to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, other news is COVID list related, Sam. We talked on yesterday's Daily about Zach Martin, the right guard for the Dallas Cowboys, going to the COVID list for this Cowboys box opener and Dominican Sue comes off the list, so he will be there to take advantage of Zach Martin not being there for the Cowboys. Yeah, Sue and Vita Vea both going to be playing in that game. That makes a bad situation <laughs> even worse. Dallas's interior of that offensive line just looks a little bit weak. I mean, go back to, to what we said in the last daily. It, it looks like a potential concern, and the Bucks are going to be fully loaded inside to take advantage of it. What I'm intrigued by with Sue is just how durable he's been his entire career. Over 800 snaps in every year of his career. That's every year, dating back to 2010. But the last two seasons, his lowest graded years uh, since 2011. I'm wondering, will the Bucks look into that just a little bit? You know, he still was productive last year, but not what he was. I want to say, what if Sue just played five or 600 snaps? Are they deep enough? that they can just get the best out of him. He had he was out there almost 1,000 snaps last year, 62.4 PFF grade. Again, it wasn't great. It was solid. Not what we're used to seeing from Sue. I know he's getting a little bit older, but I wonder if a 500-snap season where he can dominate, you get Joe Tryon in the mix on third down, might help just a little bit for Sue. Yeah, you include the playoffs last year. He rushed the passer 700 times. That's which is crazy. The, the most in his NFL career. Um, yeah, it is an absolutely wild number. He's over 10,000 snaps now for his career. That has to be a record for a defensive lineman, right? In our, like yeah. in, in, in PFF's time grading? It has to be. We'll have to go look that up. I, I know that level of durability, though, over, over 800 snaps per season, you know, a bunch of seasons, over 900, over 1,000. Uh, a rare player in Indomitian Sioux, still going strong. And 
you know, gonna gonna just add more punch to that Bucks defensive line. Um, and then the other news is uh, Dolphins left tackle Austin Jackson, who did struggle last year as a rookie, did not have a great preseason either. He's on the COVID list and almost certainly going to miss the opener against the Patriots. Dolphins with question marks up front, and that's just another one with Austin Jackson missing time now. Yeah, pretty significant question mark for them. Austin Jackson, there's a highlight reel or a low light reel uh, for him in preseason circulating on Twitter of him just getting wrecked. And he was the one first round offensive tackle outside of Andrew Thomas that didn't perform last year. Um, like he, it was rough for, for Austin Jackson. So again, another guy that the, the team needs to take a step forward. But the, the question for them is, you know, why would you not give Liam Eikenberg a good college left tackle, a guy with a great last season, a hair below 90? Why would you not give him reps at left tackle? Like Austin Jackson was already not, not great. Greg Little is potentially the guy going to start now. Eichenberg's really that bad at left tackle? Like, give the guy, give the good college left tackle a chance to play left tackle in the NFL and see what happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is between Greg Little. You know, do, they, do they move other people around? With, with Eichenberg, I think so many people just locked him in to guard. You know, they just looked at the arm length, 32, uh, just over 32-inch arms coming out of the combine and said, well, Eichenberg's got to move inside. Uh, again, we've always been of the mind, maybe you just default to try him a tackle, and if you have to push him into guard because he can't do it, that's fine. But the value of finding a good tack- tackle is just so high. And as you said, Eichenberg had a fantastic season last year at Notre Dame and really progressed throughout his career there. And here you would find out really early if that's viable. You know, you would you would get an immediate opportunity to see if he has a future at left tackle. And if he does, it's it's great for you. Anyway, it's all of the news and notes here in week one. The NFL season is upon us. Stick with us here at the PFF NFL Daily. Show.